What's good? What's good? What's good? Facebook, all social media outlets. It's your boy Trek is a sports junkie, and welcome to the Nothing But Sports Show on MBS Central Radio. Of course, like I said, I'm your host, Truex, the sports jockey. I got my guys with me. I don't know where they're at right now. Oh, there we got one right there. The certified hater himself. Last night was a tremendous show. Before I pass it on to my man, I just want to say shout out to my man, New Cupid again. Awesome, awesome, awesome show. Um, thank you to everybody viewed, tuned in. In one night, over 600, over 600 views. Um... And I got a lot of great feedback, and I know my man Kio got the same thing. But Kio, what up? Yeah, man, it was a great show. Shout out to Cupid. I learned um, learned a couple new things about him. Uh, we we discussed and talked about a little bit of everything, man. So um, definitely shout out to him, and um, best of luck for um, him and um, uh, his music, um, his his uh, perfume that perfume or cologne that's going to be coming out and um yeah man uh but besides that man um everything was good even though i did get the sneaker of the week wrong i'll be back (laughs) man next week i'll be definitely back um um we'll be uh we'll be releasing um we will be um uh releasing uh all the all the videos from uh this past week uh from the sneaker of the week with the with the interview with Cupid, uh, we'll, uh, the battle rap segment also. So make sure you tune in for that. Oh yeah, and one more thing: next week we were supposed to do it this this week, but certain things transpired. Next week I'll be re- we will be releasing on behalf of the MB family the fifteen to eleven. Top quarterbacks voted by the MBS, all MBS members. So make sure you <laughs> stay tuned for that. But we'll be talking a little bit about a little bit about it uh, later on tonight's show. But we we will be releasing our own fifteen to eleven uh, from what we had on our list. But uh, with that being said, I'm ready for tonight's show. All right. Well, y'all already know, man. The other guy in the on the camera right now. It's something else. Sometimes he ducks, sometimes he comes through, but he considers himself box office. And I'm talking about Mr. Box Office. What up, homie? What's going on, y'all? I'm excited for the show, Q. I like your mic there. Uh, But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the show. Man, I cannot wait to get into this quarterback list because I'm going (laughs) to tell you right now, if you have Mitchell Trubisky on your top 15, <laughs> you need to edit your list right now. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. And that's all I got to say. Well, definitely, definitely, man. Well, like I said, yesterday was a fire show, but y'all already know, man, we're going to keep it going. Another fire show for you guys tonight. Nothing but sports. Let's go, Keo. All right. So for, uh, for our for tonight, we're going to talk basketball, football, of course, but the topic is um, one of the hottest topics going around in the world. Sports, Kyrie has Kyrie Irving and the likes of White Howard. Everybody has spoken out. They're saying, hey, 
we shouldn't we shouldn't start the season. We shouldn't resume the season at all. So, do you guys agree with the NBA players saying that they shouldn't resume NBA season when July thirty first hits? Okay, so I I think it's blasphemous that uh, oh Kyrie Irving even thought of this idea. What is he talking about? Uh, Kyrie Irving, of course, doesn't care because he wasn't going to play anyway. Um, he wasn't. He knows if the Nets were a second seed and him and Kevin Durant were available, there's no doubt in my mind they'd want to play. So uh, Kyrie can talk while he's on the sideline, but I'm not taking any bait from it. For once in my life, I agree with LeBron James. LeBron James said, you can work on this while playing the game. And I thought about it. I said, I think basketball will only bring us more together, to be honest, because they'll have that platform of being on TV and expressing their views there. For example, wearing a I can't breathe shirt to remind everyone instead of just posting on social media, uh, which is all they're able to do nowadays. Um, and from what I heard, Chris Broussard reported and said, that most of the players are on LeBron's side. Not many players are on Kyrie's side. We will have a season. The NBA is expecting to go. Um, and there was even reports Kyrie wanted to start his own league on the side. I mean, that I, I don't even know what he's talking about. Uh, it, it makes me think Kyrie wants to uh, be the Kaepernick of the NBA. I really am starting to believe that because uh, – as ridiculous as it might sound, last week when they asked, do you want to play in Orlando, meaning voting in terms of all the players, Kyrie was all in for it. A week later, he changes his mind. So I'm not buying it at all. I think it's a bad idea. What I mean, this stuff is going to go on forever. We hope it's not. But racism is going to exist. So if it exists two years from now, should we not play the NBA for another two years? I just don't understand what Kyrie's talking about. Um, I'm on LeBron's side for once. You can do this, and Austin Rivers. You can do this while playing, and um, and that's what and that's what's gonna happen. The season will be going on on July 30th, and I'm ready for it. Kyrie can talk while he's sitting on the bench. He's not being serious if they were a higher seed and healthy. Okay, so so before I even go, then what was about Dwight Howard? He's the one seed, and he pretty much agrees with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, but I, I, while I see your point there, he didn't start this. He, he was like, man, Kyrie, that's a great idea. He just followed Kyrie's lead. That's all it is. Um, I don't think I don't think he was even serious about this until Kyrie brought it up. Um, and I get it; somebody has to start the idea, but I, I just. I, I don't see the point of it. I don't see the point of it. What is, uh, for example, the NBA should sit Kyrie down and say, okay, w w what do you want to do instead? Do you have an idea of what we should do instead uh, if the season's not going to go on? And uh, you see, I think that's the problem I know a lot of people's having right now. They feel like Kyrie Irving doesn't have a plan. Okay, like I'm just speaking, but I have no plan. Now, I do want to just address something real quick. If you say, and I mean, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm just going off of what you say. If you're saying he's Kaepernick of basketball, I always tell people that's not a bad thing. Like, we people sit here and act like 
what Kaepernick, Kaepernick stood up for something that he thought was right or he believed that was right um, for the social injustices going on in the world right now, police brutality. I think that's admirable. That's admirable on my end to go against what everybody else seems to, you know, you know you're going to get dogged out for it initially, and he stood up for it. Now, here's the deal. According to what you just said, or is any side wrong? I think that's what we have to stop doing. Is any side wrong? No, nobody, nobody's wrong. That he has that right to feel the way he feels. Him, the White Howard, and whoever the other players are. The Stephen Jackson. I, I do want to. I do want to say this to cut you off real quick. Kaepernick never said the NFL should freeze and just stop playing. He didn't no, say just, that. I was just going because you said Kaepernick. He wants to be Kaepernick right. of NBA, and that's always why I, I brought it up because you brought it up. But um, yeah, but Kaepernick just didn't want to quit the like the stop the season though. He was never for that. He never mentioned that. I felt like yeah. Kyrie is trying to be Kaepernick by letting his voice out there and trying to do something without a plan. That's my yeah. Opinion. Now, now I, I would hope that he has a plan. I will come out and say that. I would hope he has a plan. But I don't think there's no wrong side. I know a lot of people like to say, oh, well, that's playing in the middle. And I do want to say shout out to, um, I know this is a, a, a midway plug. I don't know if you guys ever watched on YouTube. There's a, a thing I love to watch. It's called Middle Ground. And I think it does by Jubilee. I think everybody out there should definitely tune into that. It's fire to me. So to all the people that make Middle Ground fire, y'all should definitely check that out. But there's this is a Middle Ground situation. Is LeBron wrong or Austin Rivers? No, they're not wrong. They, they have that right to want to play. They want to come back. Fans have that right to want to see the NBA. We spoke about this a couple of weeks back, and coronavirus was going on. And I was like, shoot, they shouldn't have to come back and play. That that they're, they're putting themselves at risk. Now, I know this is a totally different situation. But Kyrie Irving, seeing all what's going on in America, he feels like, you know what, right now is not the time. Dwight Howard agrees with them. Are they wrong for that? Or is Steven Jackson wrong for that? No, they're not wrong. That's how they feel. Now, I do understand what you're saying. If they play, they have a huge platform that they can put themselves on. We already know they're athletes. And they would actually maybe touch more people and allow other people to take that baton next. But no, nobody's wrong in this situation. I don't find I I feel like people are giving Kyrie Irving a hard time for no reason, except for the fact that he should have a plan. But we may never have heard that plan. He was talking to the players. Maybe they only spoke about a little bit of it. Maybe the only information that we got as far as the public was just this little bit of information and not the full story. So I have no issue either way. Like I told y'all, I don't think a player should have to play. I know people will say, well, they shouldn't get paid. I get that. But if Kyrie Irving, Dwight Howard, um, and other players in the NBA decide that they want to sit out, I know you said Kyrie Irving's not playing regardless, but if they decide they want to sit out for a bigger, bigger cause, I'm all for it. Well, true. let me ask you this. If you are in the NBA and you had to vote, NBA says, okay, fine. We don't have to have a season. It's LeBron's side or Kyrie's side in this instance. Where what what side are you choosing? Or it doesn't even have to be LeBron or That's Kyrie. A, it's just you, know, you want to play or not. And you know the crazy thing is I always put myself when we have these conversations, I always put myself and I actually never put myself in their shoes. I would say this. 
I did, and we noticed, and you know me, you and I spoke about this on this very show. I did put myself in the shoes of an NBA player in COVID-19. Yeah. I personally wouldn't want to play during, during COVID-19 just because I think it's unfair to my family. It's unfair if something happens to me. We just saw Zeke Elliott. Now he got the coronavirus. I, I just, man, I think we, we, we're jumping into things a little too quick. Um, I mean, but but to your the, to your credit, I don't knock LeBron James or Austin Rivers that want to play. Me, I would probably sit out. Man, I what the hell Kyrie Irving is talking about, man? Um, this is the guy. This is the same guy that said the Earth is flat. Um, um. First of all, if you didn't want to play and you thought it was a bad idea with all these issues that you're addressing right now, your I think he's the vice president of the uh, the NBA Players Association. Why the hell did you vote to approve it then? The vote was pretty much unanimous saying, hey, we do want to play. So where was that concern before, before you decided that? And, and on top of that, he had Kyrie Irving. He's not even going to play. So it, it, it doesn't even matter. He's injured. He went through surgery. One of the guys that's supporting him is KD, Kevin Durant, his teammate. He's also not going to play. He's out for the season also. And I think that when it comes to um, the players, like the players that's um, coming up, uh, with guys like Kyrie Irving, KD, they're set good. For the rest of these players, man, they still got to eat. They still got to pay their bills. They got to support Let me, let me say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I got to stop you right there. And I see everybody talking about um, – the, the players that make less, let's not let's not kid ourselves. Those players still make well over what you and I make. Even the back-end players, they can survive. Like, you, at the end of the day, you got to stand for something, dude. If you, at the end of the day, you got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. So that, to me, like I said, I'm not sitting there saying everybody has their own side and I'm not even saying there's a wrong side. But to make that claim, because they're the back end of the NBA um, players' perspective, players' um, payroll. Nah, that one's not gonna fly. Come on, man. You got that players. You got you got players that's 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 on rookie deals on their final contracts, man. If if it was me, for the superstars, of course it doesn't matter to them. They it it, it 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 doesn't it doesn't matter for them because they're they're getting their money at the end of the day, no matter. But but with the rest of these players, like the the third or fourth tier players, they they ain't getting money like that, man. They get they, more money than you and I. <laughs> I, 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 I. You know, true. Funny thing is, I was saying the same thing you are. Uh, I was like, dude, they're still making millions. Like they should be fine. But Chris Broussard came though. out, and Chris Broussard said most of these players are still living paycheck to the paycheck. If that's true, that's a shame. But, but this is what I'll say. A lot of people live above their means. When I'm hanging around with guys that's making $31 million, of course, if I'm trying – and I'm not making that kind of money, of course, it's going to seem like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Because, well, not seem. It's going to be paycheck to paycheck because I'm trying to impress them. Nah. 
you got to live within your means, no matter who's your friends or who you're around. You still got to live within your means. They make more than enough money. And I'm not, not, I'm not trying to count nobody's pockets because y'all know I got love for everybody. But at the end of the day, to me, that's not a real fair argument. And I know people may say, X, you wildin'. You don't know what it's like. I don't, but I do know that I'm going to stand for something before I fall for anything. That's just me. And Kiel, you can bring Justin on. I would love to hear his perspective on this as well. I, I don't see him on right now. Just send him the link whenever you have a chance. But you can finish up my 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 um my bad. I want you to finish up, but I just want to let you know that. I just feel I just feel like there uh, Chris. I mean, Kyrie Irving, the vice president, he 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 hasn't yet yet to say anything about to his fellow mate Chris Paul. Um, Chris Paul. But how do you know that? That he's creating his own play, players coalition, man. <laughs> Are you serious? This dude. That doesn't mean have a conversation. This dude. This dude is at the at the point now where he's saying, "Oh yeah, the players that sitting out, we should create our own league, man." I'm like, dude, Adam Silver. He's a player friendly type of guy. I think he's one of the best commissioners out there. Why hasn't he put any action? Adam Silver will definitely help him out to resolve issues like this. And I think, and I agree with LeBron, if playing in the court uh, by resuming the season, they they could let their actions speak not just on the court, but um, on and off the court also while the game is still playing. So I I just completely don't understand that. And Ky- uh, and he acts like this. Kyrie Irving and the rest of these players act like this is like a a one year deal to resolve all these issues, man. No, man, this is gonna take more than one year just to resolve all these and, issues. And what? And what? You gonna? You gonna? You gonna what? Uh, not play for the the next three seasons because I think it's gonna take longer than just a year to resolve and, these issues in this country. And, and, and you're right. You are right. But I will say this, when you see people go on strike or boycott something, typically the ball really starts rolling as far as change happens. For some, I mean, for, for most, if, if all of them come together. Now, of course, if Mr. Box Office is saying, if they're divided, of course, LeBron James is the biggest name in basketball. Let's not, let's not act like he's not. If he plays like your man, um, who was it? Patrick Beverly. Patrick said, Beverly. If, if LeBron plays. The players are going to play. We understand that. But if they would come together and say, nah, we not playing. We're not playing. Dude, that's a huge stand that they're making as a whole. Now, I'm not saying they're going to sit out for three years. Obviously not. But that would be as crazy as you wouldn't even, like, in, a, in our minds, we're saying to ourselves, there's no way the NCAA tournament is going to be canceled this year. But it was. And coming through the COVID-19. And then if the players would have a chance to come back and say, no, we're not coming back because of what's going on in this world, it would almost force like it would almost show the world that look, we're standing up for a real cause. We see issues on in this world right now, and they're more that's more concerning than NBA basketball. Now, like I said, I'm not sitting saying that they're wrong on that side for the ones that want to play. But let's not act like it's just total blasphemy what Kyrie Irving's saying because I don't agree with that. 
And I and and why and why the NBA? If 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 you're gonna penalize and, the, if you're gonna penalize the NBA and all those players for it, shouldn't you hold the same accountability towards the NFL players, the NHL players, the MLB players, college football, soccer? Why why is it just the NBA players that that get penalized? To, and, to your point, to your point, you know how I feel. Well, to both of you guys' point. Y'all know how I feel about Adam, Adam Silver. I think he's the best commissioner in sports right now. And, and that's just how I feel. That's just being honest. The NBA, to me, does a lot of great things. That's why the game is constantly growing globally. Um, it's a wonderful sport. I love what Adam Silver is doing right now. So I get what you're saying. But at the end of the day, man, it doesn't matter how good a sport is or how good a commissioner is. When there's something that's bigger than sports, that we have to attack sometimes. You gotta do it even when you love your commissioner. But I see my man Justin on here. What up, Jay? What's going on, man? I see you want to come on here. What do you want? What you want to come on here and talk about, Jay? The situation right now. Yeah, I mean, sports is is, is the great uniter. I mean, look at after 9-11. What was the biggest thing that united us all is back going back to sports. You know, I understand that you have a message and all, but what greater platform than sports than, than to have that message? Because being on Twitter is, is nice and all, but it's nothing like being on TV in front of millions of people who wouldn't normally follow you on Twitter. And you could, you could be sending out messages way more to a much broader audience than you were if you're your smaller circle that follows you so what greater platform than sports and it's the greatest uniter this this nation needs something to unite us all and, and sports is that it's always been that since the since the this beginning of history you know it, it's something that we all love and that brings us all together why not go back to basketball it doesn't make any sense to me like i don't understand what not playing basketball is going to accomplish because, you know, they're not going to change laws because Kyrie Irving doesn't want to play basketball. It's not going to change. So you, don't think, so you don't think if the entire NBA sat out, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, everybody said, look, we're not, we're not going back on the court until something is done. You don't think nothing will change. So you're, you're telling me all this protest. I'm just, I'm not, I know I'm not, I'm not saying, no, no. Cause like I said, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate right now. If they all come together and they say, we're not getting back on the court until something changes and they unify in that sense, you don't think nothing can change that way? No, sir. Okay. I disagree with that. They, that that's, that's why we have these conversations. That's why we have them. Um, like I said, I'm not saying what y'all said is wrong. I just think it's, it's irresponsible to just completely shut off what Kyrie's saying. That's what I'm saying. That um, teachers are underpaid. If teachers come together and say, you know what? We're not going to go into the, the, the school system until something changes. Until something changes, that's powerful. That's real power right there. If everybody comes together, it is. Whether that's you want to. Huh? That's comparing apples and oranges. Basketball no, player playing basketball has nothing to do with. So you don't think injustices going on in the world today 
but but you don't think people would say we got to do better? That's two separate. I mean, that's I understand that, but what I'm saying when people stand up and come together as one, things get done. Things get done. That's what I'm saying. When people come together as one. Did anything change when everybody kneeled all together in the NFL? Things are changing slowly but surely. No, oh, things are three years ago when everybody no, kneeled. but but that's what I'm saying. But it takes time. I'm not saying I just told Kyo that it's not gonna happen overnight. But if it, it's going to change slowly but surely, and that's the process that we want. We can't be stuck in a mentality to say, oh, it's okay to stay the way it is right now. No, it's not. That's how things change. We've already gone. We've already gone six months without sports. That that isn't like them being on TV is going to give them a platform. Everybody's going to watch the first sport. And I I don't. And I baseball, basketball, football, whatever comes out first will get so much viewership. It'd be such a great platform. There'll be no greater platform in the world to voice your opinion. And and that's what I'm saying. I actually, like I said. I'm playing devil's advocate. I understand what you're saying. I my, The only issue I think that we're all having right now is people are just shutting off Kyrie Irving's idea. It's, just, it's like you go into a meeting and you have two people that have great ideas. Well, one has a good idea and one has a great idea. I think majority of people say you have a great idea or LeBron's having a great idea. But I, and I would say Kyrie still has a good idea. You may say that's a terrible idea. And that's that, that's your opinion. I just don't agree with that opinion. So I mean, but I can't take a a teacher that hasn't taught all year and that's been home all year saying that I'm not going to go to work. Seriously. If he's one of the if, if if that's one of the best teachers in the game, and he and he's not going to go to work anyway. So what's what's the big scare? But that but that's but that's that that's that's voicing what your opinion is. If he stays silent, then what? That means I'm okay with what's going on. We don't agree. And that's okay. I'm not here to agree with you. But I'm not going to act like I'm here just to bow down to what y'all believe. All right, guys. Let's 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 move on. Let's move <laughs> on to our next topic right now. All right. So so with uh with with all these issues that um, that the NBA is dealing with right now. Let's just say, hypothetically, the NBA season does not go on. It gets canceled once again uh, before uh, July. What's, what professional sports league would benefit the most if the NBA doesn't go on? Okay. Um, well, I think even if the NBA came back like they were planning on July 30th, their, their playoff ratings will be down this year uh, because I think they will be up during August while nothing else is going on. Soon as football hits, their numbers are going to go way down. Think about it. They're, usually their playoffs are from end of April to June. Football is not on then. August, their numbers are going to be up because football is not on. But soon as football starts, college football is dominating Saturdays, NFL's dominating Sundays. If there's a game seven in the NBA finals this year, it would be on October 12th. October 12th is Monday night. 
they will split ratings with NFL. Now, I, I didn't check what Monday night football game is on. It could be the Chiefs uh, Niners Super Bowl rematch. I would still watch both of them. I'd have one on one screen and the other. Yeah, but, but, you know, but I'm going to be focused on the NBA Finals because it's game seven. But average basketball fans, but big football fans are going to watch the NBA in June when there's no football on. But when football is going on with basketball, those average basketball fans that are football fans are going to watch the NFL. So their numbers are going to go down after the uh, uh, after August. Uh, so I thought it was a bad idea for the NBA to start that late. I felt like if all the soccer leagues in, uh, in Europe and the UFC can start, the NBA could have started late June, basically right now. And the season would end by by the time September rolled around, and you avoid competing with the NBA. So, uh, so or you avoid uh, competing with football. So I think the team or the sport that's going to benefit most would have to be football. It'd be the, the NFL. The NFL is king. They're they're always going to do great numbers. It doesn't matter if you come up with another football league. It it just doesn't matter. The, the NFL dominates they are king they are number one the nba ratings will be great in august after august forget about it it's gonna go down uh, when they compare those numbers to other years you're gonna see they dominate in june uh, uh, in june when the finals are going because there's no football so after august i think it goes down and football's king in the, in this country the nfl will benefit most hey ivan the the question was if the nba does not go on who benefits right i think the nfl uh, would benefit if it doesn't go on because you're gonna um get those average football fans they're gonna be watching every football game because there's no basketball going on so i think the the football wins regardless regardless i think the loser here is the nba starting this late in august the ratings will be fine after that, they're going to drop, and their ratings compared to what they are usually in May and June is going to be way lower. I have a different Go opinion. Go ahead. I think the, the NFL gets their ratings regardless. They're always been king. They'll always be king. College football is king. They, that, that's not a question. Who I think benefits the most is a league that has almost disappeared, but because of this could benefit tremendously because they're set to start at the exact same time NBA is supposed to start, and there will be no other sports on, and I, that's the WNBA. There will be no other sports to watch. So they're not besides getting, true. Not nobody watches the WNBA. They can maintain their lead because they're almost disappearing. This could save their their lead by being the only sports on. I'd watch it. Uh, Y'all two are the only two in America that apparently watch it (laughs) that are not females. Because to be honest, if the NBA does not go on and WNBA is going on in August, I'm going to be watching Netflix uh, or something. I I don't know. (laughs) I think the the Major League Baseball needs to get it together because they would benefit so much if they could get – uh, this, uh, uh, an agreement and the NBA happens to not go. 
Major League Baseball ratings would go up, but they just can't get it together. All right, I'll go next, Keel. Um, let me say this, because I thought Keel was going to ask this question. Do I think the NBA season is going to go on? Absolutely. Let me say that. Let me say that first and foremost. Yeah. I do think they're going to play. So let, let, let me get out, get out of the way. But if if they don't play, um, I think the NFL is going to benefit. I agree with Yvonne. But but I will say this. But I will say this. I don't see that if, if the NBA does play, just to kind of – I know that's not the question, but I don't think the NBA's ratings are going to hurt. And I looked at that Monday night game because I wanted to see what – Saints Chargers. Saints Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> so so um of course you know i'm gonna want to watch that and I, i'm like you uh, but I, I understand what yvonne's saying we're real sports nuts like we're like sports junkies we really watch this stuff like we regardless of what's going on in the world we watch this stuff regardless like this is this is our entertainment this is what we do nothing but sports this is the brand um so we're gonna watch regardless but I do think if NBA comes back right now, that they're gonna, they're gonna, man, especially early on. And then once they grab people, bro, especially early on with nobody with, with, with nobody watching anything else but the NBA, man, once you're in that playoffs, people wanna see who's gonna win that championship. I think then I think, you know, of course the NFL is gonna get its ratings, but I do think the NBA ratings are gonna be great regardless if the NFL comes back. Um and NBA playoffs are going on at the, at the same time. But I do think the NFL ultimately. But I do like what you said, Justin, because I like the WNBA. But I'm going to watch regardless. <laughs> but you don't think it's you not don't think they'll get more viewers? Not a great amount, but you don't think they'll get enough to, to maintain? Because they were they were on the, the outs. Like, they're only a year or two from not it, existing. It, 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 may get a, it may get a bump up. You know, they got sexist pigs like Yvonne right there. <laughs> I'm not. No, it's I'm just, just giving not, you a hard it's just time. not entertaining. It's I know, just I'm entertaining. just giving you a hard time. I'm giving you a yeah. hard time. But, but, but I um, also want to say, it's not just if game seven of the NBA finals happens. It, for example, you have those Sunday and Monday night football games and Thursday even, and there could be a finals game or an Eastern Conference finals game at, during those same days. So I think their ratings will not be the same as they are in June usually. Okay. Keo, what you think? Man, I'm going with one of the most popular sports in the world. There we go. go, The return. (laughs) Yvonne knows what I'm talking about. When I got the news, I had goosebumps on me. Um, I got the chills. (laughs) I'm talking about the Champions League, man. (laughs) There's There's nothing more box office than the Champions League. And I think they're going to draw their numbers regardless, even if the NBA does resume because the, um, the Champions League, they draw numbers. But with with that not being on there and the Champions League, they're starting to show like on Fox, um, TNT. And um, with when you got stars like – you got stars like Ronaldo, Messi, um, um, Lewandowski, Mo Salah, one of my favorites that I love watching – my boy Neymar. I need I need me some Neymar PSG man. I'm I'm loving it. I'm excited. I gotta see some Neymar. He got he needs this title to win the Champions League, man. And I'm definitely looking forward to um, the Champions League. And I think that one that's one of the sports that would benefit 
And I wouldn't, and a, a sport that I wouldn't rule out also, even though people are not huge fans of this, I'm going to say the NHL. I think the NHL, they start um, before um, the the NBA, actually, and uh, they have their own little uh, uh, playoffs um, set up also for the Stanley Cup. So um, I think that could be a sleeper uh, league that could benefit also. And, and I'm going to, uh, like, I, obviously a lot of people in America don't watch soccer, so they, they, they are probably thinking, like, who even watches that? But he, here, here's an, uh, an example. The Champions League final in 2018 had 380 million viewers. The That's Super right. Bowl right after that, 2019, between the Rams and the Patriots, 100 million. So that is a huge difference. And if football is not on, soccer could take advantage of certain time periods in between there, or if the NBA is not on, yeah, they could take uh, advantage of those matchups at those certain times, and they, and their numbers can even go even higher. Yeah, I mean, but the Champions League is going to do its numbers regardless. Like, I mean, that like like the NBA not coming back has nothing to do with the Champions League. The Champions League is still going to produce, man. So I don't. I'm not really too concerned with the Champions League. The world is going to tune into that. We already know that. So I'm not going to say that. Their numbers may get a slight bump up. But but but, but, it, it's gives, not... but, but, but it gives it, it gives people the opportunity that that are that are soccer fans or you would say part-time soccer fans to to get to know and learn the sport more and the atmosphere. Uh, well, you're not going to have no fans. Sorry about that. Uh, so no atmosphere, no atmosphere, and and see and see the you know the actual great sport of soccer, man. And um, I I think I think they would still benefit off of this. I, I think I think it's fair. I, I'll say that, but I just don't think the numbers are gonna grow. Like somebody like me. Okay, cool. I'll watch if there's no NBA on. Yvonne hits me up and says, "X man, you need to check out this Champions League, you know, playoff." I don't know. Playoff, check it out. I'm gonna check it out because I'm, I want to watch something. So of course I'm gonna check it out, but I can't say it's gonna change dramatically because I don't know if the average fan in America is gonna actually tune in. Do you think not having any fans in any of the leagues is gonna affect viewership? I think it's gonna help viewership. Yeah, really. I, I, I think viewership. You're not yeah. at the game. You can you watch the game. Players. Yeah, you don't have those fans in attendance. They're all going to be watching from home. So, yeah. so they're going to lose. It's like watching the summer league. The summer league was not exciting because there's not much fans, and you know you don't get the, the crowd noise and the and the and the electric atmosphere of home games. I think I think I think the summer league, as far as as with the, the comparison you're making, it's more so not knowing the players. Like right. okay, like we may know the players because we really watch. But Cage is not watching the summer league because Steph Curry's not out there. LeBron James, Giannis is not out there. But when you have Giannis and you have LeBron and Kawhi, people want to see that. So I think I think it's going to be fine regardless because you have the superstars there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and plus the summer league is not advertised on on big channels. It's on NBA TV. Uh, mm -hmm. Only the full time NBA fans will watch NBA TV. Uh, your average fan won't. Uh, their ratings are going to go up because they don't have people in the stands. I will say this, though. I've watched soccer plenty times 
without fans in the stands. And soccer is the same to me. I could watch soccer without it. I said I could watch UFC without it. It's more exciting with the fans. Don't get me wrong. But uh, there's been so many riots in European soccer that they just ban the home fans for at least a game if they act a fool. And so they're disallowed from next game. And I, soccer's still okay to me without fans. I prefer it with fans. The NBA is interesting, though, because I've never seen – I, I just can't see Clippers, Lakers, <laughs> Western Conference Finals, Game 7, and you have Kawhi, for example, hit a jump shot, and all you hear is Doc Rivers and his clapping on the side. <laughs> you, hear, you hear the ball dribbling. You hear the, uh, the sneakers squealing. I, I don't Ooh. know. That's just going to be weird to me. Because I watched the weird. Summer League. And I mean, I love the summer league because I got to see a lot of the new rookies and such, mm-hmm. but the experience of it was terrible. Like, I, I didn't agree. think the quality of the, the excitement was not there. I, I'll say this. I went to summer league games before, and when you're there, it's nice, man. It's really nice. Um, I feel like when Yvonne said NBA TV, I don't know. It's, it's not as big of an arena. It's a smaller, more confined space, but... um. I think it's a lot, of, lot to do with the TV station that's playing it. There's no, there's no superstars there in a sense. Of course, you get the Zion's. You know, you get those one or two rare rookies that you want to see. But overall, it's a lot of dudes just trying to make the team compared to you get the best of the best players. Did you uh, watch WrestleMania? No, I don't. That's Kiel's thing. I don't watch wrestling. I don't, I don't normally watch it, but I watched some of it just for clips and stuff to see what's going on. It was cr- weird. It was weird yeah. not seeing the crowd because that is part of the experience of sports is the crowd. And, and just seeing people, it looks like a practice. And that's what... Yeah. The only difference with WrestleMania and stuff, and I didn't watch WrestleMania, but I've seen a couple clips, and it yeah. is weird. The reason is because that sport relies on uh, crowd noise from people on the mic. Here, there's not... You're not going to be... LeBron's not going to be talking. He's just going to be playing. So, Hold but on. football, football, and NBA is gonna be interesting with no Hold fans. On. I will say that. I think I'm college out. football is weird without I'm fans. Out. I'm Go out. Ahead. Man, I got, I gotta watch me some WWE. Man, I've been oh. watching it a lot. I gotta <laughs> see me. I gotta, I gotta see me some Seth Rollins. Man, I love oh. me some Dolph Ziggler. Man. I don't start. You better not start. Braun Strowman's a huge problem right now. Drew McIntyre. Oh, man. And um, But with that being said, the WWE, even with AEW also, they're starting to be um, uh, – uh, restri- they're, they're starting to have less restriction now because both of those, um, both of those uh, companies – they're based, they have their own performance center in Florida. And in Florida, you know, the, as far as COVID-19 goes, it's um, it, it's pretty much wide open and everything's open. So now, as of now, they're, uh, the past two events from uh, what, was I, what I was able to see, they're actually starting to allow their fans to, um, to, to attend event, events now. But, they, but it's really... Um, uh, they, they obviously they got to keep their you know that that six feet distance and all that, but they're starting to allow the fans to attend 
uh, the wrestling events that's that's based in Florida right now for the WWE and AEW. Okay. But, uh, I, understand what, I understand what Justin's saying. NBA and NFL and college football. <laughs> it's going to be weird not seeing the fans there, especially college football. I'm glad Mr. Box Office brought that up. Um, when you have an upset in college football, no fans rushing the field. Me and Keo experienced that the other, um, just last <laughs> year with Cal Stanford. That was insane. So, of course, it's going to be different. But, I mean, I can't speak for the nation. All I can speak for is myself. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch regardless. Yeah, I I, def, I definitely agree with you when you said um, um, if they if they I, I think they would benefit um, with, with the fans not there because the ratings would definitely go up. It would it would go up for definitely every single sport because you can't attend the games if you're like a huge fan of that sport. You're gonna watch it regardless because either you're you want to see what's transpired and you haven't seen that sport in a while and you want to see the outcome of certain games or certain matchups. So I think the ratings for every sport is definitely going to go up. But you got to think like there's what 50,000 fans in the stadium. So you may gain 50,000, but are you going to lose 50,000 because of the experience is not as great? They won't because lose That's me. small numbers when you look at the, the big picture of ratings, because you're talking about millions of people go up or down in ratings. 50,000 here or there is not going to make a big difference. I think you get a lot more gatherings at homes and and um stuff like that. I'm, I've already had me and Kia was talking about the LSU Texas game, and I have people saying, you know, close family members saying, "Look, man, I want to come watch it to your house." You know, I think you get a lot of gatherings like that for all the people that don't go to the games. Yeah, man, let's go, let's go, Sam, man, let's go, Ellinger. Watch let's your mouth. Orange, watch your mouth. Don't Let's go, baby. Let's That's go, baby. Got the COVID. All these <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, man. Let's go to our next topic. And it's the topic that then, man. So, as like I said earlier, next week, we'll be releasing the official MBS rankings voted by every MBS member of the top quarterbacks going into the 20 the 2020-21 season. So the the top quarterbacks in going into the 2021 season voted by all MBS members 1511 will be dropped next week right after the let's talk about the show. But with that being said, we're going to reveal our 15 to 11 who we decided to cho- chose individually from 15 to 11. Go ahead, box office. Okay, so I'm only revealing 15 to 11 tonight? Yes. Okay, so number 15 what, for what me. What is nonsense? What is nonsense? <laughs> Uh-oh. I mean, I Justin, mean you, need Justin, to, you need to Justin, be drug tested Justin, Justin, be ready for this one. <laughs> I, I just Justin, gotta, don't fall out your chair, Jay. I, I just <laughs> want to tell everybody that thinks my list is blasphemous and I need to be drug tested. I got a new job recently, so I passed a drug test, so I'm not on drugs. <laughs> So this is all sober thinking, okay? Now, number 15, Lamar Jackson. Oh, 
Look, it's it's very <laughs> what? Look, look, what? we're talking quarterback. <laughs> he can't throw the ball. He's a running back. Oh my God. He, he is a running back. You can't tell me a guy with less playoff wins than Tim Tebow is going to be higher on he the list. He won MVP last season. I, some of us are impressed by regular season awards. Some aren't. Drew, you, uh, uh, Russell Westbrook won MVP. He wasn't in your top 15 NBA players. So I don't care. Um, so... I'm not impressed by regular season awards uh, that much. <laughs> I think they matter. However, if you don't get it done in the playoffs, it doesn't mean anything to me. He lost to Ryan Tannehill. At Tom home, Brady at home. The, yes, but Tom Brady's also won six rings. Lamar Jackson oh. has not. Um, I guess he doesn't like stats either. <laughs> yeah, and, and look, I'm not impressed. It's cool for one year. I don't think it's going to work uh, long term. Uh, I don't think he'll be a starting quarterback in five years. I really don't. Um, wow. I think he's going to be be beat up. Y'all are on the hype train. I don't see it. it, it when he wins multiple playoff games, then we can talk about top 10. Until then, I don't want to hear it. Simple as that. He doesn't win playoff games. He lost to Ryan Tannehill at home with two weeks to prepare and with all that hype and that MVP award. I'm sorry, you, you just can't lose that type of game. And what about last year? He lost to the Chargers. I can't uh, wait to see who's 14 ahead of him. What's that? <laughs> oh, I've, I've got 14 ahead of him. In the playoffs this year. And, and I've got one in his division ahead of him, and that is number 14, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Wow. Look, I understand. I understand Roethlisberger was hurt, but you have to understand he led the league in yards the last time he was fully healthy. Uh, he's got. He's been to three Super Bowls, won two of them. It has to count for something. So now uh, you care about stats. What's that? Now you care about stats. Well, that stat was proving he's not washed up like some think. I mean, when you uh, lead the league in touchdowns, that means nothing. But if you lead the league in yards, that means something. I watched those Ravens games. They'd run up and down the field, and then he'd throw a five-yard red zone touchdown. I'm not impressed. And, it, and, if you, and if he led the league in touchdowns, why didn't he do it against Tennessee? Stop it. Okay? Big Ben is 14 to me. I'm taking his experience. He's big in the playoffs. He's one So why have he been so low? Um, just because of the uncertainty, because he's been hurt a lot lately. Okay, so he's a bomb, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yes, Lamar Jackson hasn't done it long term. I'm sorry, he doesn't win playoff games. Okay, go ahead. Just so continue. it's a balance. Um, number thirteen, Philip Rivers, the new Colts quarterback. Uh, look, he, he didn't have he didn't have the best. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't have the best last year. I understand. Two years ago, <laughs> two years ago, two years ago, had a great year. Uh, last year, threw too many interceptions, still threw over 4,000 yards. Uh, I think he's going to have a big bounce back year. I really do. And that's that's why I'm wondering why True's losing his mind because he thinks Philip Rivers is gonna have a good year. No, I, I, said, I, said, I said dark hearts. I said he's in a great situation. 
I never said that he's one of the best quarterbacks. Right, he's in a great situation. So well, he's been better well, last year. Well, I didn't say he's one of the best. I didn't say he was one of the best quarterbacks. When you say one of the best quarterbacks, that to me signals top ten. Uh, th- this is 23, 23 touchdowns, 20 interceptions last year, man. I agree. That's rough, bro. I agree. Awful year. Uh, bad offensive line as well, which is why I think he'll have a much better year. The, the Colts have a top three offensive line. It's going to be a I whole different story. I don't story disagree with that. For Phillip Rivers. It's going to be a whole different story. Trust me on that. Number 12, I don't want to hear from Saints fans. It was the guy that beat up uh, Drew Brees and company, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was clutch through big the passes, especially in overtime. Uh, he's picked it up last uh, last couple of years in terms of his stats, in terms of playing a little better in bigger games. W- to go into the Superdome and win a playoff game was huge. He just lost to the team that was the best team in the NFC in the NFC title game or NFC uh, divisional game, and that team ended up going to the Super Bowl. Probably had the best defense in the league. No shame in that. Kirk Cousins is a little bit better than above the middle of the pack. Middle of the pack to me is 15 to 17. He's a little better than that. He's getting better uh, and winning playoff games in New Orleans. So he's at 12. Number 11, the guy that wants a contract, Dak Prescott. Uh, I I think Dak Prescott is right outside of the top 10. Right outside of the top 10. Um, he's not a top 10 quarterback until he wins a couple more playoff games to me. Um, I believe he's got one against Seattle. He won. It was a home game. And, and that's why he's up on this list. And I do think Dak's about to hit his prime very soon. He's getting better. He's got great targets in CD lamb. Now Amari Cooper, Zeke out the backfield, still one of the best offensive lines, but I, until he gets me to at least the NFC title game, I don't consider him a top 10 quarterback because I think he's got a lot of talent on offensive side, more talent to me than, for example, Kirk Cousins or, or even Big Ben. Uh, so to me, he's got to get it done and get to at least an NFC title game for me to consider him a top 10 NFL quarterback. But he's right there on the verge. Let me, let me ask you this. Now. I'm going to let Justin go next. I just want to ask you this. So you'd rather have on the Colts team Philip Rivers and Lamar Jackson right now. This year, yes. Come on, Yvonne, man. You're killing me. You gotta be kidding me. Uh, True. I'm very disappointed in you because if anybody understands that playoff success matters, it's Uh, you. And and Doug, they all they all figure him out in the playoffs. I, I don't care the if you're running you all over the, the field. Titans. The Titans beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. They right, beat but, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. But they were they, they won the Super Bowl the year before. What did Lamar Jackson do the year before? But, Same but thing. He was, a, he was a rookie that year. Give him some time. He still made it to the playoffs the last two seasons. I and agree with. MVP. I agree with. Give him some time. That's why he's not higher on my list. Wow, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all are so quick to put these guys on this pedestal okay, this without winning. This, Patrick this Mahomes won; he deserves to be there. Okay, and look, I know it. Like, I know, I know we're talking about two different sports. I'm gonna, let, I swear, I'm gonna let Justin go after this. You put Luka Doncic where on the NBA list? True, I did. 
Uh, I think Doncic though is doing more with us. <laughs> huh? Ravens, Ravens have won the best defenses in the NFL. The, the 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 Ravens have won the best defenses in the NFL. They love the defense. And the Ravens relied on the run game. Mark Ingram was huge last year. Okay, but and the year before, and I, the year before and I made it to the playoffs. And I give Lamar Jackson credit for running the ball. I, he's great at that. I'm saying strictly quarterback. In the playoffs, they figure him out every time. I literally cannot see Lamar Jackson hosting up a Super Bowl trophy on his uh, way of play. I can't see. There's Let no me ask way. you this. Let me ask you this. I swear. It's my last one. I promise. I just, I'm just peeling your stuff back. Phillip Rivers. How bad has he been in the postseason? He hasn't been bad. He's been. Uh, what? He's had some of the most, the best teams in the postseason. I'm saying they should have won more. He should have won something in San Diego. Something. I he agree. Had, so he had LaDainian Tomlinson, Antonio Gates and those guys. But one of the best offenses at the time, and yet, to me, wasn't that dude? He, he underachieved a lot, a lot. I agree, but I'm just saying, at least he's got playoff wins. Lamar Jackson doesn't. Lamar Jackson been in the years. <laughs> but you chose to compare him to Philip Rivers. <laughs> he's better than Philip Rivers right now. Hell, hell, hell. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get too ahead. But please, can you confirm or deny? Do you have Colin Murray on your list at all? No. Okay, good. He, Kyler Murray Kyler Murray was top 20 to me, bottom 20, uh, like 18, 19, 20 area. I forgot exactly, but he's not on my list. Hell, I, there's no reason for me to hold my list back. I'm just going to release it, and then I'll speak about it next week when we do the 10 through 6. At number 10, I had Matt Stafford. <laughs> what does he want? Number 9, number 9. <laughs> Come on, bro. Detroit's awful. Stop. If, if 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 Matt Stafford was on the Ravens, if Matt Stafford was on the Ravens, they make the playoffs. Yes or no? No. Okay, you, you've lost it. Number nine, Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it's blasphemy. People saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is not a top 10 quarterback. Look at his win-loss record. It's great. And he just got to the Super Bowl. First year starting. True, you want to talk about Lamar Jackson been a starter for two years. He's done less than Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs. Okay, hold up, I don't want to hear. Hold up. Hold I don't up. want to hear. Is his defense. Ravens is not that far off. The Ravens beat the Niners last year. So I don't want to no, hear. No, I'm saying. Who, hey, look. I'm just saying the Niners have a great defense. Let him finish his list. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish, finish, finish. I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off. I'll keep cutting yeah. you off. Go ahead. So. Look, I just think Jimmy Garoppolo's record is great. He got him into the Super Bowl first year starting. Lamar Jackson, uh, second year, still no playoff wins. So I don't want to hear it. Uh, number eight, uh, or no, Jimmy Garoppolo is 10. Number nine is Carson Wentz. No playoff wins. That's my issue with Carson Wentz. Just kind of like Lamar Jackson. People want to put him higher, but no, uh, no playoff wins. So I can't go higher than that. He would have won the MVP had he not gotten hurt the year they won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. So he, in my mind, was going to win MVP. So I can't hurt him just because he got hurt, but he has to win a playoff game to be higher on this list. Or um, number eight, Matt Ryan. He's got an MVP. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's won playoff games. Um, 
I think Matt Ryan is a top 10 quarterback for sure. Number seven or number six, or number seven was Matt Ryan. Number six is Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees' arm is uh, has declined a little bit, and he's losing big, big playoff games. I'm sorry, but he, you can't lose to Kirk Cousins as a favorite at home. I know they got screwed against the Rams, but it was at home. They still got the ball in overtime. He, he threw an interception. The year before that, he lost to the Vikings and Case Keenum. He's not a top three NFL quarterback like he used to be. Number five, Deshaun Watson. Finally got a playoff win. Uh, look, he needs more around him. I know he's had great receivers, but Bill O'Brien hasn't built a great team around them. Offensive line was terrible. They got Tunsil, which was a great move, but they needed. we all know how bad Bill O'Brien is. He gave up uh, DeAndre Hopkins for peanuts, and we know – his potential and what he could be if he was actually getting the help, uh, for example, that Jimmy Garoppolo was getting. Number four, Tom Brady. I'm not giving up on Tom Brady yet. I And I think uh, he didn't have the best targets last year. He is uh, now has targets in Tampa. I don't think he is the Tom Brady we know of, but he's going to be up there. I still think he's a top five quarterback. Number three, Aaron Rodgers, the bad man himself, just got the just literally got a bad team to the NFC title game. And I think if he had the defense uh San Francisco had, he'd be in the play uh in the Super Bowl. I don't and he's had any last year he threw over 25 touchdowns through under five interceptions. You know how many times that's happened? Never before. Number two, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson only keeps getting better. Been to two Super Bowls. I don't think Seattle's got a great team around him anymore. He's got a ring. He continues to be very consistent for Seattle. I think he was my MVP last year, not Lamar Jackson. Uh, Y'all listening to to guys like Jasper voting out there. I don't care. I I got my vote. Uh, Put Russell Wilson off the Seahawks. They're barely 500, if 500 at all. Number one, Patrick Mahomes, MVP. Super Bowl, and he's played almost as much as Lamar Jackson has, or Lamar Jackson has almost played as much as he has, and Lamar Jackson hasn't even won a playoff game. Patrick Mahomes has done it all, no doubt, number one. uh, Literally just beginning his prime. He's going to get the highest contract ever, and he deserves it. Um, But that's the issue. I don't want to hear about Lamar Jackson compared to uh, Patrick Mahomes. He hasn't even won a playoff game. So that's that's my top 15. I actually agree with that last point that you made. That's not even comparable to me. But go ahead, Jay. All right. Well, my 15 through 11. Number 15, I got Jimmy Garoppolo. Who? Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Uh, to me, he's a system quarterback. He's not – he, he hasn't proven anything to me. I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. Um, he did his thing. I mean, but I, I think that I'm being very generous if I put him at 15. 14, I got Jared Goff. <laughs> Jared Goff at one time a couple years ago was a top five, top 10 quarterback. Yeah. I think putting as low as 14 with the season he's had. Uh, he's not a terrible quarterback, but he's not what he's getting paid. I mean, everybody, I think, clearly agrees with that. He got well overpaid, and I think that really hurt him as far as the talent around him. 
uh, and next year is going to hurt even worse because they, they lost even more. Um, at 13, I, this whole list is going into the next season. So I have Colin Murray at 13 because of what he has around him. I think it's going to be a breakout season. I think I, unless he gets hurt, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't have a great season. When you have two of the greatest wide receivers, one of them to ever play the game, and one of them arguably a top three wide receiver in the league right now, like I, I, I don't see any reason unless he gets hurt that he can't have a top 10 season. So putting him at 13 is very generous. I think he'll be a top five to 10 quarterback, but because of his experience, I put him at 13. I think that's fair. 12, I got Big Ben. That's only because you know who he is. Uh, until until he retires, he's still Big Ben, and his, his, his work has proven that he deserves to be in the top 10, the top 15, anytime he plays. Uh, number 11, uh, I hate this dude. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? You like that? <laughs> Kirk Cousins, I mean, I can't deny. Um, I mean, he lost a really good receiver this year, but they also drafted a good receiver. So it, it's, it's, uh, I'm anxious to see how that goes. Uh, you know, former LSU alumni, see if he, if he does his thing as a rookie season. Most of the time, it takes two or three years to develop as a wide receiver in the NFL. So I'm kind of cautious to, to, to say that he's going to do his thing the first year, but you still can't deny Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's won playoff games. You know, you can't deny that he's outlasted RG3, you know, when he got drafted under RG3 and, you know, nobody believed in him, that he, he went into a situation where he knew he was the backup, even though he was drafted, what, in the third round? You know, fourth, I think. The fourth? Yeah. Like, the fact that he's come up and, and, and earned his contract, he, he's played on the, on the franchise tag, what, two years straight? I mean, you got to respect what he's done, uh, whether you hate him, like myself, or like him. The man has done his thing. Uh, number 10, the highest paid undervalued quarterback in the league, well overpaid, but the thing is, it's a terrible team he has around him, and when he plays, when he's not getting hurt, which he gets hurt a lot, when he doesn't get hurt, he does make his team better, and without him on the field, that team is one of the worst teams in the NFL. You can't deny that. So the fact that, you know, that he makes his team much better being on the field, you can't take him out of the top ten. Number Who nine, I got Carson Wentz. Okay. Uh, at nine, I got Deshaun Watson. Um, I think he should be higher, but because what he has around him, is going to make him lower. He's not going to have a good year this year. Bill O'Brien has set him up for disaster. Like, that team has got worse this year, and they haven't even played a snap yet. You know, you can imagine if there's any injuries. You know, Brandon Cooks is not the answer. He does not replace what they, <laughs> what they took away. So, uh, I got him at number nine, eight. I got Matt Ryan. With the weapons he has, you know, it, it, that's another one, you know, kind of like Colin Murray. When you have great wide receivers there, it's almost impossible not to have a good year. So, I mean, he should be a top five, but, you know, he's getting older. 
but he does have weapons around him. And I think they're going to have a much better year than people think they are in Atlanta. You know, people don't give Atlanta a chance, but especially in the division where you have Tom Brady and Drew Brees, and now you have Teddy Bridgewater going to Carolina. I think Carolina takes a step back, and I think Atlanta takes that third spot easily, and they could threaten somebody in that, you know, for the second. Uh, and number seven, Tom Brady. I don't think he's a top five quarterback anymore just because he's gone to a better situation. He is still – he doesn't have the arm that he used to have. He's a, he's a five-yard uh, slant route quarterback now. That's, that's all he can do. He can't throw the deep ball anymore. So that's what he is. Um, I got number six, Dak Prescott. Uh, he hasn't won playoff games, but he's won one his whole career. <laughs> the weapons he has around him sets him up. And, and this being a contract year, he, he's going to ball out. If he wants to get paid, he better ball out. If not, then uh, they got all the red rocket waiting behind them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing down his neck. Um, I got you know, five, Drew Brees, um, one of the greatest of all time. But the thing is, he has lost a step. He can't throw the deep ball like he used to. Uh, he's still the most accurate quarterback of all time. Uh, so he deserves to be in the top five. And as long as he's on the field, they are a contender for the Super Bowl in everybody's book. So you got to put him in top five. Number four, Aaron Rodgers, the great one. Um, he single-handedly brings his team to the playoffs every year. So they don't give him no help at all. And you got to give him the respect. Number three, Ivan Lamar Jackson. The man won MVP. <laughs> The man led the league in passing touchdowns last year. You can't deny that. Led the league. Had a thousand yards rushing. You got to respect his game. Michael Vick was that guy. And this is that guy. You can't deny it. How, how many he, MVPs did Rodgers win? How many, how many uh, times did he lead the league uh, in the passing touchdowns? Rodgers with the crappy Packers last year got them to the NFC title game. Lamar Jackson couldn't beat Ryan Tannehill. Just stop it. Just blasphemy. Uh, not even close. Not even close. Rodgers is a, is a different planet. Rodgers is, in, Rodgers, Rodgers is in Jupiter. Lamar Jackson is still in Louisville. I don't, I don't want to hear <laughs> We're not talking about all time. We're talking about this coming year. And this coming year, he will have a better season than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will have the the pieces around him once again. And matter of fact, Aaron Rodgers didn't have him last year and got to the NFC title game. This dude couldn't get out of uh, Ryan Tannehill. Stop it. That's that's facts. One game away. (laughs) What one game away? What are you talking about? One game away. Rodgers won two away from the AFC championship. Yeah, because they got the bye and still oh, lost at home. Rodgers <laughs> won two playoff games He's with Green Bay. Rodgers is way better. Way by better. More games. <laughs> more touchdowns. Being a better quarterback. Then why can he beat Ryan Tannehill and Rodgers gets the NFC title game? Why? We all know that was a fluke. <laughs> There's no fluke. He's been in the playoffs twice. He got shut down both times. So why didn't you put Ryan Tannehill above him then? 
if you believe that he's a better quarterback, why you didn't put him above? I didn't say Ryan Tannehill was a better quarterback. I'm saying he lost to Ryan Tannehill. That's the point. Tom Can Brady we agree that the Titans got hot though that at that time? The Titans just got hot, bro. That Ravens were hot all year. And 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 Lamar Jackson cooled down. Okay. Finish, finish your list, man. Rodgers cannot be below Jackson, bro. Please. But go ahead. <laughs> I think we all know who's number two, Russell Wilson, number one, Patrick Mahomes. That's without being said. Everybody's going to have Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, one and two. Um, no, we not. <laughs> I agree, Justin. You did a hell of a job. No, we not. You did a hell of a job there, Justin. I, I don't know what the hell uh, the rest of the crew is doing. Well, first of all. I will say this, all. though, Justin. I don't know what you're doing with Jimmy G uh, under Goff and Murray. Because one, he's way better than golf, way better than golf. And Kyler Murray, I can't just expect the potential. I like Kyler Murray going into this year. Got great targets. I think it'll work That's out. But this year. Right, but you have to you have to take something from what you've seen before. And I've seen Jimmy Garoppolo 23 and 5, 82% winning percentage, been to a Super Bowl first year starting. Kyler Murray, first year starting last year, didn't get to the, the playoffs. Have lost receivers. They've lost most of their weapons. They're okay, tell me the receivers. Game. Tell me the receivers on the Niners since they're so impressive. Debo Samuel and Emmanuel Sanders. Don't be disrespectful. They're still But I'm saying Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk. I mean, it's solid. Debo Samuel is a stud in the making, bro. I like Debo. I'm just saying. I, I have to have Jimmy Garoppolo over him and golf. Have to. You know Jimmy Garoppolo is way better than Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> no. We'll, we'll, oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say mine in a second. Kio, go ahead. I know you're dying to get in there, so go ahead. And I'm only giving 15 3 11 on this show. I'm not giving y'all my whole list because I'm going <laughs> to save it for next week. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not revealing fifteen to eleven. I mean, uh, uh, the the whole thing. I'm just doing fifteen to eleven. Number fifteen. I'm rolling with, uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger. I um, I actually have him as um the comeback player of the year. I think Big Ben. He's he's excelled with the receivers that he had throughout the past years. Guys like, uh, Santonio Holmes, Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown. Uh, Juju Smith, uh, at a certain point, Martavius Bryant. So I think, I think Big, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders also. So I think Big Ben, um, I think he's going to do really good this season. And uh, I think he's going to have a decent season, probably contend, uh, put his team in the playoff picture. And I'm not going to scrutinize Juju Smith of that much based off of what happened last year, because I I don't know what will happen if, uh, Big Ben had uh, Juju Smith um, throughout the whole season. Uh, Juju Smith probably could have had better numbers than he had last year. Um, Number 14, I'm going with Matthew Stafford, man. Um, Matthew Stafford, um, even though he hasn't had success in the postseason, um, he hasn't had that much success in the postseason. And um, he just had a bad team, a lot of coaching changes throughout the years, but I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say that 
he didn't have anybody because majority at a certain point of his peaking career, he did have somebody named Calvin Johnson. And uh, those were monster years by both of those guys. So um, I think the, the the wide receiving core that he has now with Marvin Jones Galladay, who's like uh, some people say he's a little uh, a mini Megatron. Um, I think he's a decent receiver. Um, they just need to get over the hump. Hopefully, Patricia could get them over the hump. Um, I my concern is that running back issue that they have. They uh, they lost Darius Slay. Um, uh, but they, I want to, I want to see how Ukuda does with that team, man. I, I'm really intrigued with that. Uh, hopefully, he could be that cornerback that the Lions expect him to be. Number thirteen, my um, number thirteen, um, number thirteen. I have number thirteen. I have Kyler Murray, man. Kyler, Kyler Murray. Um, he didn't have the year that people thought he would have. But he won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, I think he had 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. But he's upgraded, though, man. With the emergence of Kenyon Drake, they they lost uh, Johnson. They added DeAndre Hopkins. They still have Fitzgerald. They still have Christian Kirk. I think this team could be, you know, um, depends how Cliff Kingsbury runs this offense, man. They could be, they could be a matchup problem um, in the NFC. Um, so I got them at number 13. Number 12, man. I like this pick. My favorite pick. I'm going with Baker Money Mayfield. I like I like this pick with Baker Mayfield. Hey, and, and look, look, don't don't criticize me now because we're talking about going into the 2020-21 season. We're not talking about last year and the previous year. Last year, they were the Browns. They were setting all these expectations, saying they're the team to beat and they're the team to beat. We're gonna win the division. And true, I don't know why you're shaking your head because you picked the Browns, <laughs> and you that's why I say to the hell with them. <laughs> that's the problem uh, right there. They and, screw and, me in fantasy. It's Baker Mayfield's fault and the Cleveland Browns that I believed in them so much, and I just. For the first time ever in MBS history, I didn't even make the playoffs. Thank you, Baker Mayfield. Hell no, you're not top 15. Continue. Hey, I'm going, <laughs> well, going into the season, he is top 15 because there's no more expectations behind him now. He has a, he has a new coach that he likes. His wide receivers are going to get healthy. They added Jack Conklin, which, which I thought it was a, a really great pickup. They added Austin Hooper, which is a, a, a tight end that they really needed better than uh, Najoku. So I, I like I like the weapons surrounding Baker. And if Baker doesn't show up this year, because this could be this is his contract. I think this is his contract year. If if this if he doesn't show up, the Browns are going to say, hey, maybe we need to go find ourselves another quarterback. But if he does, then. They're going to say, hey, maybe we should give this guy a new contract. So I think Baker Mayfield will show up. Number 11, um, number 11, I got Dak Prescott at the number 11 quarterback. Um, I just don't think the 10 that I got ahead of um, Dak Prescott um, is not better than him. 
And um, going into the season, I got Dak Prescott at number 11 uh, with the firepower and the weapons that he has with a new offensive-minded head coach that he has, Kellen Moore is still there. And um, I got Dak Prescott at number 11. Oh, my God. So you guys list, y'all just, y'all, y'all really gave me a headache, man. Y'all gave me all a headache. I want y'all to know that. Um, Baker Mayfield, my man Yvonne got Phillip Rivers. And do you know that the Denver Broncos was better than the Chargers last year? And you're not about to make me believe that the, the Broncos were a more talented team than the, 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 the Chargers last year. And the Chargers are terrible offensive line-wise. I agree with you on that. But they have talent. And the Raiders were, they were the worst team. Dude, they were the worst team in that division last year. Well, it's a combination of last year and heading into this year. I agree. I agree. I agree. So let me tell you all my, the way I did mine. Of course, it's always a combination of everything going on that happened prior and then this year. And this is how I viewed it. If the Saints didn't have Drew Brees, who would I want in the order of the quarterbacks for this year? This one year, who would I want the Saints to have <clears throat> in order? So coming at number 15 is Big Ben. Now, of course, Big Ben has to take a step back. And the reason why I had to put him at 15 is because he, he was off a whole year. But I love what you said, Keo. You're absolutely right. This dude, we know about the Antonio Browns. We know about the Mike Wallaces. We know about the Black Burrises, the Santonio Holmes. This dude... And I'm, and I'm not saying they're not good receivers, but this dude made wide receivers. Even Juju Smith-Schuster had a great year with Big Ben. Last year, Juju Smith-Schuster, I don't know what happened with him, but um, hopefully he can shake back this year. But Big Ben comes at, and comes in at number 15 for me. Number 14, Yvonne, I got to say it, boss. I know you're not going to agree with it. Jimmy G, and here's why. I believe the guys that are in front of him, if you put those guys on the 49ers right now today, everybody that I have in front of him, they would have did the same thing with those guys, if not more, last year. That's what I believe. Now, you can you feel free to disagree. I'm okay with that. I got to see more from Jimmy G. I think the Niners are loaded. It's kind of like a Jerry Golf because I actually agree with you on that. I think Kyle Shanahan is such a great coach that he elevates Jimmy G. I think Kyle Shanahan can pretty much take, not say any quarterback, but pretty much any quarterback, and he's going to get the best out of Matt Ryan's best year, MVP season, was Kyle Shanahan. So That's, Kyle why, Shanahan, he got, that's why he got a new six-year contract recently. Yeah, so I think it's more I think it's more to do with Kyle Shanahan, kind of like with golf with McVay, than it is Jimmy G. Now, if Jimmy G proves me wrong and has another great season and possibly wins the Super Bowl, of course I'm going to have to put him higher. But right now, I'm just more impressed with Shanahan than I am with Jimmy G. So, to, for me, he's not top 10 yet. So Number so 13? If, if, Go ahead, if I'm Jimmy sorry. G won the Super Bowl. I would have had to put him higher. I would have had to, regardless if I wanted to or not. Where? I would have to put him top 10. If he won the Super Bowl, I can't argue. If he beat Patrick Mahomes head to head, he would have been way up there. <laughs> But see, I, I don't I don't blame that Super Bowl on uh, Garoppolo. I blame him more on the defense for falling flat in the fourth quarter. But I feel like in the fourth quarter, he didn't play well. He missed Emmanuel Sanders on a bomb when Sanders was wide open. He could hit that I, throw. I wouldn't say he was wide open, but he should have he should have gotten that uh, touchdown. He was but open enough to get the, 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 the catch and score. I felt me. like he did enough to win the Super Bowl. I felt like the defense crumbled. 
Okay. And, and, and like I said, we're picking up. And I'll say this. I believe outside of the Saints, the 49ers, everybody they beat in the NFC, they were better than They were just better. They were a better team. They were, be- they were, they were way better than the Packers. Y'all agree. I said Aaron Rodgers was great. I just think the Niners was a better team. They were better than the Vikings. They were better than those teams. They smacked those teams around. Had they beaten the Chiefs, I would have said, God, man, the Chiefs are really good. They beat the Chiefs. I have to give Jimmy G his credit. But they beat everybody they were supposed to beat. So I'm not about to hype them up like that. Jimmy G got to prove more to me. Now, I know y'all, y'all going to disagree. Well, you're going to disagree with this, Yvonne. I got Kyler Murray at 13. Yes. No I way. think Kyler Murray, no. if you put Kyler Murray on the 49ers, my God. I disagree. <laughs> I don't think he's a fit for what Shanahan does. What? Shanahan at RG3 <laughs> in Washington. Yeah. And, and how long did that last? No, but that's not, but that but that was because he got hurt. But RG3 had a great rookie year under Shanahan. Under that's Shanahan. my thing. Kyler Murray eventually is going to get hurt. I'm not saying. Why do you say that? <laughs> well, it's his playing style. It's just what happens to those type of scrambling quarterbacks. And, I plus, think I was... and plus he's small. He's very small. He is small, but I think Kyler Murray he can throw the he can he can spin that thing. He can really spin that. I thing. agree, but Jimmy G's twenty three and five. I, I can Kyler above him. We, that, that's a, we we have to agree to disagree. I'm going Kyler Murray over him at twelve. Same thing with Jimmy G's situation. I would take Kirk Cousins over Jimmy G. I think that Kirk Cousins is is a better quarterback. I you think, think they you think Kirk Cousins gets to that Super Bowl. Yeah, last year absolutely he gets to the Super Bowl. I don't think so. I think he throws more dumb interceptions in bigger games. I think Jimmy G is more poised in bigger games. I, and I'll say this: I think Kirk Cousins would have hit that deep throw to Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl. I, I think he would have hit that. Jimmy G also beat Cousins in the playoffs. He did, but I think that's a better team. Like I said, better team. I'm going Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Jimmy G right now. And, of course, number 11, another guy would take over Jimmy G and all these guys is Dak Prescott. I think Dak, and I know what you're going to say, he has the talent. I know there's really no excuse for Dak Prescott. You have a lot of talent in Dallas. But I just think that Dak, despite having the talent, you have to question a lot of their play call. <laughs> the Cowboys is, a, is an accident waiting to happen. We've heard it a million times. Play calling is bad in crunch time. Like, when they threw a go route to um my man, what's my man named? The other receiver. Gallup. on Fort Dallas. Michael Gallup. Come on, man. Come on, Dallas. How you throw it to Michael Gallup on Fort Down? Amari uh, Cooper's not even on the field. The Cowboys just be tripping, but I think Dak is a better quarterback than Jimmy G. If he was in San Francisco, I think they would have did the same thing that they did last year. And I think if the Saints had to replace Breeze, I would take those guys in the order that I said. And, of course, I'll, re- I'll reveal 10 to 6 next week on the NBS show. Okay. I totally disagree. I think Jimmy <laughs> G has a worse offense than Dak and has done more. He's just done but the more. defense is so good. They're but, so good. But, but Dallas's offense is so good, and he's not doing Jimmy enough. Jimmy G, I'll say this. Jimmy G, to me, as far as a passer, now I'm not sitting there saying anything else. He literally had one good game, and that was against the Saints. 
Outside of that, their running game dominated. Dominated. Every he, game this season. I, I don't know. I cannot put I cannot put Dak Prescott over Jimmy G until he wins me more playoff games. I just, just think you I think I think we're both looking at it different. You're giving more credit to Jimmy G. I'm giving more credit to Kyle Shanahan um than I am Jimmy G. It's kind of like the the Brady Belichick argument. Right. Um, no, I actually you, I actually give Shanahan more credit. I just think Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Dak. That's okay. Why. Okay. Well, and like I said, if Jimmy G was on the Lions, I don't think they would be better than they than they are with Matthew Stafford. They would be worse. Well, I didn't have them far too uh, far, far off from each other. They were like one or two spots from each other. But I will say Stafford had Calvin Johnson and could never win a play. Yeah, that is fair. That is fair. Yeah. Okay. I just think the Keel. Lions is a dysfunctional situation for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. And Keo, tell us Duke's 15 through 11. I oh, want to my God. <laughs> you don't know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, I, I'm not sure by the order from 15 to 11. But well, I know, I know he has – I know he has uh, Trubisky. I know he has Josh Allen in, uh, in that there. That dude did not have I, Trubisky. Why are you um, lying, I Gil? know. Um, I know Why he are you has um, – True, do you I, have I, – I, I know he has Kirk Cousins in there. All right, um, so – I ain't going to let you do my dog Duke like that because I got the list right here. So you're not okay. Okay, so Duke had Josh Allen at 15. Yeah. And, and, okay. and I, I can understand Josh Allen was the borderline guy for a lot of people. 14, he had Kyler Murray. 13, he had Jimmy G. 12, he had Kirk Cousins. And I'm going to give you 11. I'm not giving you the whole thing. And 11, he had Matthew Stafford. No. I'm sorry, Carson Wentz. Okay, it's not as awful as uh, as I thought because Keel. You're lying to you, man. Keel is trying to gas you right the, now. Um, I I actually got the real list that he gave me. Dude, I got um, the list right here. I got I got the list too. Um, I don't. X, why don't you about. just tell us his list? <laughs> yeah, Gosh, yeah. I'm about to make this about too. Let's get through I, these top I just, his, I just want to hear his list. We don't have to go over next week, 10 through 6. <laughs> Tell me his top 10. <laughs> you want me to give it to him, Keo? Yeah. It's on you. All right. All right. Look, so <laughs> he actually agrees with you. He had Phillip Rivers higher, though. He had Phillip Rivers as a top 10 quarterback. Phillip That's Rivers funny. came in at 10. Nine was Dak Prescott. Eight was Matt Ryan. Seven was Tom Brady. Six was Deshaun Watson. Five was Lamar Jackson. Four was Russell Wilson. Three was Drew Brees. Two was Aaron Rodgers. And one was Patrick Mahomes. Honestly, his list isn't as bad as I thought. I I cannot put uh, Watson below Lamar Jackson. And I know he had him five, six, so it's not that big of a difference. But the, I just think if you flip, I could see the Ravens win the Super Bowl last year easily. And Lamar Jackson, to me, is not on Deshaun Watson's level. I really don't. I think he's hurt with Bill O'Brien as his guy. Um, and if you put him in Baltimore, he would be much, much better. Um, and I'd still take Brady over Lamar Jackson. I I, I still would take Brady over Lamar Jackson. 
I'll say this. Duke's list, I got everybody's list right here. Duke's list was not as bad as some people's. Now, of course, I will say this. I'm, I know you and him both agree on that. I don't see Phillip Rivers as a top 15 quarterback. I will say this. I actually voted Phillip Rivers as the 16th best quarterback. I'll go on record as saying that. He was well, I had him at So me and you aren't too far off. Yeah, and, and Duke has him at 10. So, I mean, we're, 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 you know, we're picking apples and oranges right now. It's just it's all good. But outside of Phillip Rivers being in y'all top 15, I had him at 16. So I'm not – I just don't think he's that guy. I don't think I could put him over the rest of the guys. But can he have a good season? Absolutely. And my thing is, I just cannot have somebody top five that's never won a playoff game. And I think the and I think the best quarterback in the NFL that has yet to win a playoff game is Carson Wentz. And I just think if he won a playoff game, he would be five or six to me with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson okay. got in there because he beat Buffalo. He got and he almost beat Kansas City. He was up 24-0, should have won that game. But I just can't – Lamar Jackson five, I cannot have him until he wins a playoff game. Playoff success has to mean something because those are the biggest games, the biggest games. They are. They are. They are. It's all love. Um, I want to say this. I'm going to offer an invitation for next week. Wes, come see us, man. We want to talk to you next week, Wes. What up? Let's go, Keo. Next topic. Okay. All right. Let's go to our next topic, and we're gonna talk about Colin Kaepernick. Roger Goodell uh, has came out and uh, he spoke on the uh, on ESPN on the commissioners' meeting. Um, the question wasn't asked. He actually brought Colin Kaepernick up, and he's encouraging his owners, encouraging NFL teams to sign Colin Kaepernick. So, um, how? How much, um, how much of an impact uh, will this have about Colin Kaepernick possibly being re-signed? I don't think it will have much impact, to be honest. I don't. Um, I, I just don't think uh, the commissioner here can do much because the commissioner set up, or the NFL set up a tryout basically for Colin Kaepernick. And he basically went against it in the Falcon Stadium and put it across down the street. And that's where a lot of people said, that guy doesn't want to play. He's just being selfish and doing his own thing, trying to get the NFL back. So I don't think it has much effect at all. I don't think he's going to get signed. One reason being he just doesn't want to play. Um, he, I think he's more worried about being the voice instead of being a player at this point. And plus, even if a team was interested, three years is a lot of rust. If he did get signed, he'd get signed as a backup. He wasn't even that good last couple years of actually playing. I just think it's time to give up on Colin Kaepernick uh, being in the NFL. And if he doesn't get signed now, he definitely never will. And I, I just don't think he'll get signed. And half of the reason is he just doesn't want to be uh, signed. I'll say this. Um, I said on the show, I think last week or prior week, you know, Roger Goodell, these coaches, man, why come out and say that now? I mean, yeah, I guess it's cool in some sense for some people to admit that you're wrong. And we can, we can respect that. But I mean, at the end of the day, bro, Kaepernick, I, I think he doesn't want to play. But if he does, I think a team should try to pick him up. But I don't think he wants to play. I actually agree with Yvonne on that. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Like you said, he, he wants to be the voice for the people. I'm okay with that. Colin Kaepernick, y'all know how I feel about the whole situation. So I'm okay with that. But I do think it would be a great story if he did come back and play. But that's up to him. But I don't want to hear NFL coaches like Pete Carroll saying, you know, we should have signed them. Um, you, you Jackson saying, yeah, we, I wanted to sign him. It's all, you, you're saying that now. You're saying that now. When you had an opportunity to do it, and Pete Carroll, you still can do it. Pete Carroll, you can do it right now. You can call Kaepernick up and say, you know what? We want you to come be a Seattle Seahawks. So it's cool saying it, but action has to follow it. So not really, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. I think I think um I think it's gonna have a huge impact uh with those words by Goodell now. Um he uh not just the first one, the first one I had a huge problem with it because he didn't mention he, he did apologize that he was wrong, but he didn't mention Colin Kaepernick's name in the apology whatsoever. But the this one, the question Colin Kaepernick, uh, Mike Greenberg, who did the interview, Mike Greenberg didn't even uh mentioned Colin Kaepernick. Goodell brought it upon himself. So I think I think it's a huge thing. I think it's a good thing. Um I think a lot a lot of people, not just sports fans, but people in the NFL, his contemporaries, his uh players in the league that supports him, um, wants to see him come back. They've expressed it. And I think Colin Kaepernick, he's he's in football shape. It's all about um it's all about um, if he's good enough to be on the NFL team, if a team brings him in to try him out. And I think he can still do it, man, despite a three-year layoff. I'm pretty sure he's been working out with other players. And um, I think Colin Kaepernick, I think he will get signed. Um, um, and I think this will happen. And I think it's going to happen this year. Okay. All right, let's go to our final topic, man. Our final topic, um, our final topic will be uh will be featuring um um in uh, football, uh Houston Texans players, um Dallas Cowboys players, uh were tested positive for the COVID nineteen. One of those players was Ezekiel Elliott. So with that, so with that being said, um. How confident are you uh, with all of this happening that the NFL season will start on time? I'm pretty confident that the NFL season will start on time. What I'm not confident about is that the NFL season continues. Um, let's say after a couple weeks, uh, it's bound. It's bound for somebody to get the coronavirus. Uh, it's so normal to know of somebody nowadays that has it and has caught it. Uh, I think what the NBA is doing is keeping a bubble in Orlando that's going to help them keep the cases down because people won't be going all over the place. They'll be mainly in the hotel. But the NFL has no bubble in plan as of right now. They plan on everybody still traveling to road games and somebody's going to catch the virus. And that's when the NFL we need to act and something will need to happen. And I just, you know, with these cases rising again, if you personally ask me if I was scared of the coronavirus tomorrow, 
I'm not scared. I'm okay with like if I caught it, I I catch it. Whatever. Like I've I've looked at the numbers. It's not scary towards somebody like myself at my age. I know I understand it's more affecting the people that are much much older than me in their 60s and up. But what's scary is if if let's say we just talk about Lamar Jackson, he catches COVID and he's got a big Monday night game. Then what do you do? You cancel that game? Do you just uh, keep him quarantined for two weeks? I don't know. What I think the NFL is doing is they're just hoping that all states go back to normal, and if you catch a coronavirus, you catch it, and that's it. <laughs> like get kind of like the flu. When you got the flu. They just hope you get better by doing your own thing and treating it yourself. And I think as bad as that probably sounds, I think that's what the NFL is probably hoping that we reach that stage where we normalize COVID and and don't see a big deal in having it. Because I think that's the way it's trending. Um, I don't think just wearing masks is going to do enough for the NFL because you're still going to be traveling. You're still going to be going to restaurants when you're on the road. Somebody will get the coronavirus. It's just that normal now. So I'm confident the season starts, but what happens once a couple weeks pass by and a star player gets the coronavirus? I just don't know. It's one big question mark of where we're going to be at in September. And... I, to be honest, I just don't know what to expect. Let, let me ask you this. Well, I, I'm asking both of you guys this. Um, of course, we know what's going on with COVID-19. If 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 a superstar was to catch the coronavirus in a big playoff matchup, would that have an <laughs> asterisk next to the champion? Or even in the NBA. Let's say the NBA. Let's say LeBron James gets the coronavirus and can't play in the NBA. Um, Western Conference Finals against the the um, Clippers. That no would suck. Like, <laughs> no doubt about it. I don't care who wins it. If a star player is out for a game, and it, and it affects the game, and that team loses, big asterisk. I I totally agree. There's no doubt about it. Now, if the NBA season next month happens and nobody catches it, and the Clippers or Lakers win. There, there's no need for an asterisk. Everybody was in the same situation. Yeah. However, if a star player is out for a big game, you're always going to be thinking, what if? What if? That's right. Kia, what do you think about that, man? I know I know you have a question, but I just wanted to ask you that. Um, I, yeah, I think I think it, it's definitely going to be an asterisk because um, that's your star player, man. Um, uh, you look at guys like LeBron. LeBron is, uh, you know, I'm not going to say the main reason the team's in the the position that the team's at this season, but he, he's he's one of the top main reasons why. So um, definitely it's going to have an asterisk, even if Giannis is missing or a James Harden is missing or a Kawhi is missing. So, yeah, there would be an asterisk behind it. And in my opinion, it doesn't have to be the best player. Look at the Clippers, Lou Williams. If Lou Williams catches COVID, that's I agree. Paul George. Paul George. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the best player. Look at uh, in the NFL, let's say um, 
Uh, Chris Jones from the Chiefs get, gets catches COVID and he's out. That's huge to me. Yep. Huge. The average fan, they won't understand that. They won't, oh yeah, Patrick Mahomes. I get that, but Chris Jones, if you watch the Super Bowl, especially down in the fourth quarter, he was big time. Big, I big think, time. I think a guy like Patrick Beverly for the Clippers is crucial for their style of play. Yeah. And and I think and, and like I said, I'm not sitting there saying I'm right. I'll tell people all the time I have a little saying I'd rather do right than be right. Um and I could be wrong about this, but that's my concern as far as and I don't want sports back. I have, I'm like, I, I know nickname sports junkie, but that's my concern. Sports, you bring it back, and I care about stuff like that. <laughs> like I truly care about stuff like that. Like when a, a team wins and it's kind of like fluky. If you ask Yvonne right now, the game that sucks to him is the Colt McCoy game when he got hurt against Alabama. Because you never know, no matter what, it's like you don't know if Alabama truly was the best team. We can sit here and speculate. At the end of the day, though, we don't know that. So with the coronavirus, I do. I am concerned about it. I'll be the first one to tell you. I said, I think there's going to be some guys that don't even want to go back and play. I'm not saying majority, of course. Guys want to play football. We understand that. Guys want to play basketball. But I do think there are going to be some guys that may say, you know what? It's not worth it. And to say what, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to address what you said, Mr. Box Office. I understand what you're saying as far as you catching the COVID. Yeah. Guys like us, we can probably catch it and survive it. But we have to remember, a lot of those guys in the NFL, not just them guys, us as, as individuals. We have parents. We have grandparents. We have aunts, we have uncles that's around us for, you know, some time. And if they were to catch it because of something that I had, I'd be like, dang, and I know what I had it initially and something happened to them, man, it would be heartbreaking. So I do think there are going to be some players that don't want to play. And I think the NFL, like I said, they, they really they really need to come up with a plan, like you said, Yvonne, if, if something happens, if something was to happen. Because you were hearing, we're hearing the speculations as far as there may be a second breakout, a big second breakout, especially during once summer is over. So my thoughts and prayers are with everybody. I want sports back, but I don't want to lose nobody else um, for just because we want to be sport. We want sports and we're being selfish. So definitely thoughts and prayers with everybody. And I think the NBA will be taking notes from the NBA or the NFL will be taking notes for, from the NBA. They're going to be noticing if someone catches the virus, then what? So, yeah, we'll see. I think the NBA will be fine. I don't think anybody's going to catch COVID-19. Um, all teams went through um, the proper testing with medical experts already. It's just with the NFL, they have yet to went to with the team facilities. Not, I'm not saying all teams, but have went to all teams' facilities and have done the proper testing. Not all of them have done the testing. So I think we'll see more from the NFL, but I think the NFL will be fine. But uh, I, And the NBA, I, I would be surprised if we see somebody pops up out of nowhere and gets tested positive in the NBA. Okay. All right. So um, – um, let's wrap up tonight's show. I we actually went through our normal two hours. Um, <laughs> it was supposed to be one hour, 
Because uh, they would have named their entire top 15. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. All right. So um, let's go to um, let's go to our uh, shout outs for uh, tonight. All right. Well, shout out to y'all for holding it down. Uh, another successful show. Look forward to next week and discussing uh, the quarterbacks. Uh, you know, y'all's lists were pretty bad to begin with, and uh, it, it'll be interesting how the rest because guys that have won 82% of your games and been to a Super Bowl are not top 10. I mean, that's just – I don't understand. <laughs> so – uh, but y'all put a guy who's never won a playoff game in there. That Randall Cunningham went 15 and one one year. What does that mean? <laughs> Randall Cunningham. One year and he, he went 15. And he was top 15. <laughs> no, you uh, think top 10. You think he should be top 10. And maybe Cunningham was, was top 10. I have to check. But all I oh, know is. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. He wasn't top 10. Okay, well, I, I, I didn't say Nick Foles was top 15. <laughs> all I know is um, y'all have to do better, and y'all got a week to edit your top 10. Oh, I'm not going to edit that a damn thing. Go ahead, Gio. <laughs> all right, yo, shout out to, uh, shout out to Justin uh, that was able to come on. He, uh, he actually left early for the, our final topics in the NFL. Shout out to him. Shout out to um, Mr. Box Office. Shout out to True. Um, always holding it down every single week for the show. Make sure you check out tonight. We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of content that we're gonna be up um, uploading from. Um, we got the top fifteen um, from fifteen to eleven. We got the sneaker of the week. We got uh, 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 what we were the interview we had with Cupid. So shout out to Cupid and. Um, and we got uh we got interviews, man. Um, um, we got uh, um interviews that we were able to do in the past. So make sure you guys check out that on the YouTube channel. Make you subscribe, and we deliver the best content as much as possible. With that being said, shout out to everybody that you know was able to tune in the show that continued to support the show for the last six seven years. And with that being said, we'll see you guys next week definitely definitely shout out to y'all like you said man subscribe 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 we're gonna keep putting great content out for you guys um and anybody that wants to come on this show let's talk about it i'm even sure larson live with mike man we 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 will welcome you we'll welcome you we want we want we want to talk sports with you guys we want to talk you know politics whatever it is as far as on let's talk about it battle rap whatever you want to talk about we want to talk. We want to know what the community thinks. We want to know what other people think. We want to have those conversations because um, those are the conversations that we need to have. Once again, I got to give a shout out, man, to the middle ground. Y'all, I, I really highly recommend this to anybody out there that, you know, is scared to have conversations. I don't want to use the word scared. Has a difficult time having conversations. Look, they're not even paying me to say this. I just think it's a really, really good thing on YouTube. Go check it out, the middle ground. Um, I think it's by Jubilee. Just type in middle ground, though, and it should come up. But um, shout out to you two gentlemen, man, everybody on Facebook that tuned in, Malcolm, um, Wes, C, Ray, everybody that tuned in yesterday. Um, over 600 views yesterday for Cupid, man. Shout out to Cupid, man. But this has been a nothing but sports show. I am Trix, the sports junkie. Next week, box office, get it together, man. We're not going to allow that. <laughs>
but we out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>